North Pole Hotline, Mrs. Claus here. My holiday shopping list is so big, I can't wait for Black Friday. Get to Old Navy's biggest sale of the year starting tomorrow. Old Navy? Beat the crowds for 50% off your entire purchase. 50% off? Plus, this Friday only, Old Navy's famous cozy socks are just a buck in stores. Old Navy's giving $1 for every pair sold up to a million dollars to boys and girls clubs. So I can do good, look good, and get 50% off your entire purchase at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1121 to 1123. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Cozy socks valid 1123 in stores only. Limit 10. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, lovely, wonderful, beautiful listeners. You're welcome. Welcome to another episode of Dr. Low Radio. Uh, I'm Dr. Lauren Noel, I'm your host, and I am uh, really looking forward to this topic tonight. It's something we've never really talked about before. This is all about root canals. And uh, we've done a little bit on dental health in a few years ago, but this is something that just recently came into my space um, for a family member of mine who had this, and I learned so much more about these procedures just the following week uh, after this happened. So I, I really wanted to bring this expert on the show tonight to talk about root canals and um, and just a little bit of a different view than what we might be used to hearing about um, regarding this. So let's bring him right on the show, Dr. Levy. Thank you so much for being on the show. I'm going to give you. I'm going to just do a quick bio about you and then we'll bring you on the air. Dr. Levy is a board-certified cardiologist and a board-certified attorney. After practicing adult cardiology for 15 years, he began to research the enormous toxicity associated with dental work, as well as the ability of of properly administering uh, vitamin C to neutralize the um, infections and the toxicity. He's now written 10 books on various topics, um, on on vitamin C as well as dental toxicity, and we'll be talking with him a lot more about those books. And currently, Dr. Levy continues to research the impact of the orthomolecular application of vitamin C, and we'll learn what that means, and antioxidants in general on chronic, on chronic degenerative diseases. His ongoing research involves documenting that all diseases are different forms of focal scurvy, we'll learn a little bit about that, arising from increased oxidative stress especially especially intracellularly, and that they all benefit from protocols that optimize the antioxidant levels in the body. We talk about this all the time on the show, nutrient levels and antioxidants, but we'll be seeing how this relates to your mouth and how your mouth relates to the rest of your body because it's all connected. He's also involved in research on the effects of magnetic fields on, on biological systems and regularly gives lectures on this information at medical conferences around the world, and we're very excited to have you on the show, Dr. Levy. Thank you so much for coming on to Dr. Low Radio. Welcome. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's so great to have you. I know you've done so many different interviews in the past, so this is like, you know, regular things for you. And I'm sure you just have to dispel so many um, myths about this topic on root canals and dental health. And I, I'm sure it's just like so much that people are taught that is quite different from the way you see things, right? So. Like, how, did, how the heck did you get into this world of dental health anyway and, and uh, being an expert in this area? Well, I got on board with Dr. Hal Huggins about 20 years ago when I was in Colorado Springs practicing cardiology, and I met Dr. Huggins, had a conversation with him. He invited me to his uh, clinic where he saw people from around the world. And quite honestly, I just saw things happen in patients over the course of a few days to a couple weeks that I not only had never seen happen before in terms of recovery and improvement, but that I was 
taught to believe were simply not possible things to achieve. So uh, I was very impressed with how even advanced chronic degenerative and neurologic diseases could improve substantially. And I also saw at that time that intravenous vitamin C was a very large part of helping to bring those people uh, out of the depths of their illness and start a, a path of recovery. So I, all the credit goes to Dr. Huggins. I mean, it, it took a dentist to truly teach me medicine. Wow. That's really beautiful. I, I felt very blessed to spend a good amount of years shadowing a, a doctor years ago who, um, you know, blew my mind and it, you know, confirmed why I decided to go into medicine. So I, I know what that feeling is like. That's really, really cool. And I, I love, you know, having this platform to be able to share this information with people because, like you said, you know, you learned about health from, from spending time with the dentist. There's such a, I mean, we don't think of that. How the heck is the mouth connected to the to the body? And, you know, it, it, it took a, maybe a few months of being in my practice, maybe even a year, I'll say, before I started really asking a lot of questions about my patient's dental health. And I found that so much of what was going on with them, whether it was their hormonal system or their digestive system or, you know, even acne or, you know, things like that or um, autoimmune diseases, I started to find that there was a big connection with what was going on in their mouth. So I love talking about this and, um, you know, think, I think that it's really missed by a, a lot of doctors and it's not really something, it's not a really sexy topic, you know, it's like, People like to hear about weight loss or hormones or this or that, and it's like, okay, yeah, let's talk about root canals, but it's all connected. So let's dive into it. What the heck are root canals anyway? Because most people don't even know. Um, And then we'll go from there. Well, in a nutshell, and it's a little bit of an oversimplification because we have limited time, but a root canal refer the root canal procedure refers to when you have typically a tooth that's already infected and painful, and the inner pulp of the tooth, which is the area of the actual root canal anatomically, is severely infected, and often there's little abscesses at the tips of the roots. And what the dentist does is he sort of clips off a little part of the top of the tooth and then actually goes down with different caliber routers and actually tries to scrape as much of the pulp which is the basically the essence of the tooth, the life force of the tooth, scrape that out as best they can. And what happens in the course of this is they take out the nerves as well. So mm. even though the tooth is still infected at the end of the procedure, the quote-unquote successful procedure is a tooth that's now pain-free because they've clipped the nerves. I mean, there's nowhere else in the body that you have any sort of infection that your approach to treating that infection is to sever the nerves, giving you pain and letting the infection sit there. But that's exactly what we do at the root canal. And once the root canal is done and the pain is gone, you now have a chronically infected entity inside your mouth for the rest of your life, however long or short that might be. Mm. And it's, it's a very similar type of, uh, you know, thought process as someone who, you know, has chronic pain and they take a pain medication for it or, you know, some sort of symptom and they're they're taking the anti-something for it, like a fever, and you take, you know, medications to bring down the fever instead of getting to the root of why it's there. So why would someone be getting these infections anyway? Why would someone even need to get a root canal or so they think they need one? Well, that's another thing that's sort of begun to evolve from all this information that I'm I'm now 
actually putting together a few things that I think maybe for the first time I might be, I don't know, expanding a bit on Dr. Huggins' work is as people get older, they don't pay close attention to uh, gum care and also things like diabetes and smoking. Really, two of the worst things that diabetes and smoking do to you is give you severely unhealthy gums. And these unhealthy gums uh, allow bacteria to proliferate between the tooth and the gum, uh, and oftentimes they can migrate all the way down to the tip of the tooth and then make their way back up the tooth retrograde to infect the pulp. So uh, a lot of root canals come about because the uh, pulp of the tooth has been infected by chronic gum or chronic periodontal disease. So, uh, and, and other people, you know, you get old, things break down. You're, you, if you have osteoporosis in the rest of your body, you're going to have osteoporosis in the bones and the mandible and the maxilla of your mouth. So just as you can spontaneously seemingly get an infection anywhere else in the body, you also see this in the mouth. And, of course, it's much more likely to occur in the mouth because the mouth uh, harbors uh, some of the most potent pathogens known to man. But for the Mm -hmm. most part, if your gums are healthy and there's nothing else going on, your body deals with that and no infections ever ever get get hold. Uh, A lot of people, not so much the case. A lot of people will even get asymptomatic infections of their teeth that severely impact their health and and maybe we'll talk about that later too. Mhm. I'm I'm like a paranoid person about this. I gotta get my teeth cleaned every three months because I just don't want to mess with this. So I just figure, you know, if there's a night or two I don't remember to floss, it's not that big of a deal because I'm gonna get my teeth cleaned again pretty soon. Uh, it's mostly out of my laziness. But it's it's interesting how even if I go three months and my diet isn't as good as it was the previous cleaning, my dentist can tell. He said, what's going on with your mouth? You know, your, your gums are different than the last time. And it's, it's, uh, you know, it really does make a big difference how your diet affects the mouth and, you know, sugar. And I mean, all, all those things we know, but, but really, it really does. And it can affect the whole body. And even how the, the mouth is related to um, the heart, you know, it's a very common cause of inflammation for the heart. Um, you know, how much does the, the, the mouth really relate to the, the rest of the health of, of the body? Well, it's the single most important factor virtually in all chronic degenerative disease. Uh, gum disease and root canals account for, as a direct cause and effect, not correlation, not link, not association, but as cause and effect to uh, 90% roughly of all heart attacks. Because they wow. release they release pathogens and the toxins directly into the blood and the lymph every time you chew, and the first high pressure system to have those pathogens and toxin in it is the coronary artery. Everything else is low pressure until then, so no implantation, if you will, of the infection of the toxins takes place until they finally accumulate in the left ventricle. The left ventricular contracts, and then you have systolic pressure as the pathogens course through the coronary arteries. And mm. there's, a lo- there's a load of evidence that, that, that documents this. It's just not a wild, crazy idea on my part. Uh, in 2013, a group of researchers in Finland, and this is an incredible study to even have done, to even have thought to do, but they, co- they coordinated with the cardiologists at their medical school, and the cardiologists – 
suction out the blood clots that in acute myocardial infarction patients. So, I mean, they had blood clots that blocked off the blood vessels, causing the heart attack. Well, they sucked out those blood clots and submitted the blood clots to this group of researchers who did a very sophisticated PCR DNA testing, and they found a typical array of pathogens for root canals and for periodontal disease concentrated at a very high concentration inside these blood clots. I mean, 16-fold, 1,600% higher concentration in the blood clot than in the blood. So Mm. anybody that wants to say that's a correlation, well, they're just deluding themselves and they're not a scientific person and they're not a logical person. That's cause and effect when you have a blood clot for no reason at all, seemingly, and then you examine the blood clot and you see this astronomical concentration of oral pathogens and toxins inside that blood clot. Mm-hmm. That is crazy that they would have had the idea to do that study. That's really cool. It's brilliant. I mean, it's absolutely brilliant <laughs> just to have thought to even try to do that. I mean, I give those researchers all the credit in the world. It's absolutely right. brilliant to even think to do it. And I they did a similar study <laughs> where they looked at uh, – ruptured cerebral aneurysms, and about 60% of the time they found the same pathogens in those ruptured cerebral aneurysms as they did inside the uh, blood vessels of the heart in heart attacks. Wow, wow. So we're, so, so they're finding that these toxins from the mouth are not only affecting the cardiovascular system, but also their neurological, right? It's getting to the brain. Is that what, you're, what they found? Yeah. Everywhere. I mean, they they get into the arteries, and of course, the main source of your cardiac output uh, when you initially leave the left ventricle is going to be your coronary arteries and your cerebral arteries. Mm -hmm. So they'll get into the rest of the body, but they'll get into the rest of the body at a much lower concentration than they'll get inside the coronary arteries of the cerebral vasculature. Okay. So let's say someone's going into their dentist and their dentist says, oh, looks like you got to get a root canal. You know, we're just going to have to go ahead and do that. In your opinion, what what do you see as alternatives? Because they're never talked about. There's never like, oh, okay, you could get this or this. Oh, by the way, if you get a root canal, it may increase the risk of X, Y, and Z. Plus, we're just going to, you know, basically cut the signal from the brain to the mouth that there's an infection you know, we're just going to let your body think there's not an infection, but there still will be. So, you know, people aren't getting the full picture, right? So let's say they go in, their dentist says you need to get a root canal. In your opinion, what do you think are some alternatives to that at that point? Well, if you're getting the root canal because the tooth is infected, and it's actually infected, not just outside of the tooth, but inside the pulp, uh, the tooth needs to be properly extracted in the extraction site, cleaned out, and then down the road, depending on your dental anatomy, you might get an implant, you might get a bridge. If there's a lot of teeth missing, you might get a partial plate. Or if you're an older person and there's not many teeth left, you might you might get dentures. So it, what you actually do depends on your unique situation, how well you're going to heal. If you're young enough that you have high-quality bones so that six months down the road, a well-done implant can be done. Those are all the options you want to do. But if, but, but never, and I don't say this sarcastically, although it might sound sarcastic, 
-hmm. If your health is your primary concern, never get a root canal done. Never, never, never. Mm. Mm. That's a, it's a bold statement, but it's something, you know, you've done a lot of research behind this. You really believe in that, right? Well, the other thing too is in the ladies, every time you, you chew on these, which is basically mostly in the molars and you develop high pressure and you squeeze the pathogens and toxins into the venous blood, you also squeeze it into the lymphatics. And the lymphatics in the head, neck, and chest are all shared. And guess what happens to the ladies? All this lymph goes down into their breasts, and I'm going to tell you it's not proven definitively like it is with heart disease. I don't want to present it that way. But I want to tell you it's my opinion on everything that I've seen uh, and on the incidence of root canals in women that have breast cancer. The root canal is the primary cause of breast cancer. Hmm. Wow. And and why is and that? Doctor, why, why would a root a canal should, be connected? Of course, because the pathogens are concentrated in the lymph. And mm-hmm. the lymph goes down, drains into the breast, and so you get a high concentration of the pathogens and toxins sitting there chronically uh, in the breast when you have the root canal treated teeth in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the main reason why, why cancer develops. Cancer develops because of chronic increased oxidative stress at a particular site, a particular focus. And the greatest cause of chronic increased oxidative stress is toxins and infections. They both consume antioxidants like crazy so that when they're present for a long enough period of time, you have no antioxidant protection left, which is why I said that comment about scurvy. Anywhere you've used up all your antioxidants, not necessarily throughout your body, but in one focus, you've induced a field of focal scurvy. And within that field of focal scurvy, you not only have little to no vitamin C, but you have little to none of the other important antioxidants in the body. And I can tell you right now, it's increased oxidative stress via toxins, via infections, in whatever variety of tissues and organs and sites throughout the body that you could put together that's really at the root of all disease. Literally mm-hmm. all disease. Not not meant to be an exaggeration, but literally all disease. I mean, if we could live in an environment where we never got an infection and we were never exposed with a toxin, we'd probably all live to be 100, 110, 120, and then we'd, and then we'd die as the body parts wear out. But, of mm. course, that's not the case. Sounds very different than the reality. <laughs> Yes, so, yes, very much so. We'll, we'll talk. A, we'll talk a little bit of how to prevent this, but also, you know, for people who already have root canals, you know, what what to do in that in those situations. But so, for let's say people listening who don't already have root canals, um, but want to really prevent, you know, something like that from ever having to happen, what are maybe three to five things that people can do at home to uh, to start to put themselves in a good shape to prevent this? Well. Well, that's a very good question, let me say. <laughs> First of all, we talked about gum disease. The best way to maintain healthy gums <clears throat> is to water pick on a regular basis with a little bit of warm water and a few few teaspoons of 3% hydrogen peroxide. This will keep your gums in tip-top shape, and that's probably one of the major ways to ever prevent an infection from getting onto your body. 
Now, the other thing, of course, is quality supplementation, and this is addressed at much greater extent in, in my different books, but the big four, I call them, are magnesium, vitamin C, vitamin K, and vitamin D. I mean, if you take nothing else, make sure you take those four. Those are each one of those supplements, believe it or not, each one of those supplements as a monotherapy, if you nothing but just one of those supplements, each one of them reduces all-cause mortality. It reduces your chance of death from everything. Mm-hmm. You know, so wow. that's, a, that's a supplement you want to take, okay? And finally, you it's very important, believe it or not, uh, shouldn't come too much of a surprise, but all of this predilection toward infections to take place in the first place is often due to hormonal imbalance, specifically low thyroid function. Mm. Uh, people who have root canals but can completely normalize their thyroid function, and not by typical thyroid tests, but by looking at T3 and reverse T3 and making sure that all of that is in balance inside the cell, when you normalize your thyroid function, you severely and profoundly decrease your chance of heart attack, even if you have root canals present. Uh, mm. I would still never advise anybody to keep a root canal because you're still flooding your body with enormous amounts of toxins that are going to make any chronic degenerative disease worse. Uh, but normalize thyroid function, take quality supplementation, uh, and do the things that prevent other teeth from getting infected in the future, uh, and those are prob- probably your biggies. Okay, and where does, where does flossing come into this? Do you think that's as big of a deal as people say it is? You know, of course, I'm a cardiologist. I'm not a dentist, but, you know, I wrote <laughs> the book, uh, The Toxic Tooth, uh, with a dental colleague, a very brilliant individual, and he's in agreement with me on this, which is, I don't advocate ever flossing because uh, it doesn't get as much debris and rotting food out as water picking does. And unless you do it perfectly, it always causes some degree of recurrent gum trauma. Uh, Mm. And unless you just have a unique configuration in your mouth where for some reason you impact food and the water pick won't get it out, which I've never seen, incidentally. I mean, the water pick gets out anything. But if for the sake of argument, there's, there's one spot somewhere where you just impact food and you want to floss that one spot, fine. But for the most part, and I, go, I guess this is another thing that makes dentists go crazy when they hear me talk, is, I mean, I would do away with flossing completely as long as the people were water picking too. Now, if you're not going to water pick, well, then flossing might be a good idea. But if you're going to take mm-hmm. the time to take care of your teeth properly and you water pick, because I, I, I give you a challenge. Uh, uh, if you get yourself a water pick uh, and you have a, oh, a big messy meal, a lot of meat, a lot of different things in it, uh, do, your, do your flossing as well as you want and then do the water pick and you'll see all this other stuff come pouring out. <laughs> okay. I, I will never turn down a, a food challenge, so happy to do it. Uh, <laughs> there you go. So where where does the where does um, t- 
tongue scrapers come into this. I swear by my tongue scraper. I promise. I just it's like my mouth is a thousand times cleaner after. Do you think that there's some real benefit to using a tongue scraper? I tell you what, I, I'm not sure what the mechanism is why why some people, shall we say, grunge up so badly <laughs> on their tongues. But 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 I think uh, uh, I think uh, intermittent uh, tongue scraping is is probably a good idea. I, I say that just from a reasoning from a logical point of view, and I mean when your tongue is yeah. coated and it hasn't been properly addressed. That would be another source to harbor a lot of the pathogens. Uh, I, I, w- I would say, put it this way: it's a good way to debulk, to debulk mm-hmm. the pa- the pathogen content of your mouth. And anything mm-hmm. that can do that is good. Yes. What about oil pulling? I, I'm sure you get that question all the time. What's your opinion on that? You know, I I have no clinical familiarity with oil pulling at all. Okay. <laughs> I will say, uh, let's put it this way. I don't know that it's not good. I just remain to be convinced. Yeah, okay. Okay, so for people who, who are have already gone down the root canal road um, and, and will assume, because they're listening to this podcast, that they care about their health <laughs> and they want to be healthy. So um, do you think in, in those cases, and obviously, you know, we're not giving – any direct medical advice on this show? Everyone knows to check with their doctor and all of that good stuff. But in your opinion, do you think that they should look into getting them removed? Do you ever, in your opinion, think it's safe to keep them in the mouth? Um, maybe if it wasn't done initially for an infection? What, what's your take on that? No, uh, 100% of root canals are infected. And, and I say that because when Dr. Huggins first started doing this work 20 years ago, well, longer than 20 years ago, he was doing it well before he met me. Uh, but after he met me, he coordinated with Dr. Boyd Haley at the University of Kentucky. And mm-hmm. by by getting together with dentists around the country, they sent Dr. Haley every extracted root canal tooth that was taken out. And in a series of over 5,000 consecutive root canal treated teeth extracted, 100% of them had incredibly potent toxins inside them. Uh, some of them even more potent than botulism, which is considered by mainstream medicine to be the most potent toxic known to man. And just so somebody doesn't think that the methodology was flawed or that the teeth got contaminated as they got pulled out of the mouth, they also examined normal teeth that were extracted for orthodontic purposes to make room for braces, etc. And they have zero toxins, so mm. they're all they're all infected. I mean, there's a lot more detail as to why they're all infected, but that's sort of beyond uh, beyond uh, the time restraints that we have here. And Dr. Mm-hmm. H- uh, Kulats and I covered in great detail in our book. Mm-hmm. So, in your opinion, they they should all be removed because they're all toxic, unless, of course, there's a case where a patient maybe isn't well enough to get them removed, but but otherwise it's it's important to do that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I mean, uh, put it this way. Uh, you're going to find some 90-year-olds that have had root canals for a couple decades, and they go ahead and die of old age. You say, oh, well, it didn't hurt them. And you're going to mm-hmm. have a lot of 55-year-old guys who have been jogging all their lives, having a super healthy diet. They got a root canal five years ago, and they dropped dead of their heart attack when they're 55. 
Now, when you're 50 and you've got a root canal in your head or more, do you want to place a bet on whether you're going to be the 55-year-old that gets the heart attack or the 90-year-old? Your choice. Right. But the fact yeah. of the matter is, of the people that have heart attacks, of the people that have heart attacks, uh, virtually all of them have infected gums and root canals. Hmm. So fascinating. What about um? Yeah, there are there any other little subtopics on this this area that that you think are worth worth you know going into? I you know all this is all connected with the whole body as we talked about and the mouth and the immune system. Um. Yeah. Any other little nuances about this? Your your you're researching right yeah, now one, or anything else? Mm-hmm. Yes. One thing I've, I've recently come across, and and uh, it's now going to be reflected in all my future presentations because lots of docs, they say, well, well, what should I do? How should I approach this? They now have a new methodology. I don't know how many years it's been around, maybe five, maybe 10, maybe 15, but it's finally becoming common called three-dimensional x-ray, three-dimensional cone imaging of the teeth. Mm. I absolutely now recommend to all healthcare providers, all, all people that are medically treating anybody for anything, they should have a baseline 3D x-ray of their teeth, and I'll tell you why. Because there's a substantial number of people all advanced chronic degenerative disease that have radiologically abscessed infected teeth, but they're not painful. They're asymptomatic, but they're Mm -hmm. still infected and they impact the body just like a root canal does. So I actually go so far as to say, I mean, if you're treating a cancer patient, you're treating a heart disease patient, uh, and they're looking to you as their doctor, the healthcare provider to do everything they can for them, Uh, unless you're completely unaware of this information, it's malpractice not to do this because we finally have something that we can do for these patients that can profoundly impact their health that we never had the opportunity to do before. So this is called 3D x-ray testing? You you don't diagnose somebody with diabetes clinically. You diagnose it by checking the blood sugar. Okay? So how are you going to know that they have a chronically affected tooth that's not painful if you don't look for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it makes perfect sense. And and this uh, this is called 3D X-ray imaging. Yes, 3D 3D okay. X-ray imaging of of the of the of the mouth. In, in a regular X-ray, a Panorex doesn't cut it. It misses a lot of pathology. It misses a lot of pathology. But this new 3D uh, technology is giving us pictures of the teeth and the roots that we never saw before. And mm, very as cool. people get older, as people get older and they get, like I said, more osteoporosis, more chronic disease, well, that disease also, uh, in return, affects the mouth, the mouth more prone to spontaneously develop infections that it would never have developed when you're a younger person. Mm-hmm. And I know people listening are going to say, well, what about all the radiation exposure with the x-rays? <laughs> well, mm-hmm. if you don't want to, if you don't want to get an x-ray of your mouth, uh, 
but take a big chance of getting cancer or a heart attack for that one x-ray, well, well that's your choice. But uh, uh, remember, though, x-ray toxicity is the same thing as any other toxin. And all toxins are pro-oxidant, and they're neutralized and compensated for by antioxidants. So if you're supplementing, I mean, a lot of vitamin C and other antioxidants will reverse and block radiation poisoning, just like from Fukushima in Japan. And we have the evidence to show that that's true. So, so don't, uh, you know, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Don't avoid having something that can profoundly benefit your health uh, because you're going to get a one-time dose, fairly minimal, of radiation. And not over right. a critical area, you know, like uh, th- that, would, that you would normally worry about uh, cancer developing. But obviously mm-hmm. we want to do it to prevent cancer from developing in the first place. Yeah, it's use, very useful information. Wow, this is such good stuff. This is like brain candy. I could just eat it all day. It's so, so good. Um, anything else, Dr. Levy, about this topic or any parting words before we uh, let you go off in the distance? Well, I guess for fear, uh, lest, lest I have somebody's heads blow away, I, I will say this too. Uh <laughs> In the 1950s, Dr. Joseph Issels ran an advanced metastatic cancer clinic in Germany for people who had done everything and been given up by their doctors. And in those patients, he found 98% of them had root canals or other chronically infected teeth. And this was when very few people had root canals, 1950. I mean, many, 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 many more have them now. So all those teeth would come out. And also, because the tonsils drain infected teeth and root canals have so much toxicity, also root tonsils, even when they're normal, and they were all profoundly infected as well. So the point is, if you've taken everything and you're still having trouble or you're still having chest pain, this out of the other, you need to look at it because almost always there are other occult sources of infection that you didn't address and you're not aware of. I mean, like I said, if you could eliminate all the focal infections in your body and take quality supplementation, you're going to do great for a very long period of time. Mm. So Such good information. Dr. Levy, where can people continue to follow what you're up to and stay in the loop in your world? Uh, my website should be easy to remember. It's peakenergy.com, P-E-A-K-E-N-E-R-G-Y. Awesome. Well, I just want to thank you so much for being our guest and being so gracious with your time and with all your knowledge. And, you know, there's a lot of options of what you could do tonight. So I really appreciate you spending time with us and for all the work you do in helping, you know, thousands, millions of people. So thank you so, so much. Well, my pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. Pleasure is ours. Have a great night. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. All right, you guys, that is our show. Thank you so much for listening and for, you know, keeping an open mind. with such a uh, topic that has, you know, such controversy around it. And I just encourage you guys to, you know, empower yourself, learn more about it. If you're wanting to find a biological dentist in your area, you can go to the website I-A-O-M as in Mary, T as in Tom, dot org. That's I-A-O-M-T dot org. 
and that is the website that will give you a list of biological dentists who are in your area. You can search by your zip code and find someone near you who is a bit more open-minded and holistic. They're still legit trained dentists, so they're the real deal, but they're just, uh, you know, they've done extra training into more of the uh, holistic and integrative types of methods. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. And I, I just realized I just kind of skipped through my little intro in, uh, in the beginning of the show, but uh, you can learn more about me at shinenaturalmedicine.com as well as drlaurennoel.com. And, um, and if you're interested in learning more about the Shine Retreat coming up, it's going to be the first week of July. So definitely, you know, stay in the loop on that. Go over to shinenaturalmedicine.com and sign up for our email updates, and we will give you the first word of that. But it's very, very close right around the corner. Have a wonderful rest of the week, you guys. Love you so, so much. And um, this is Dr. Radio. Take care, guys. Bye. North Pole Hotline, Mrs. Claus here. My holiday shopping list is so big, I can't wait for Black Friday. Get to Old Navy's biggest sale of the year starting tomorrow. Old Navy? Beat the crowds for 50% off your entire purchase. 50% off? Plus, this Friday only, Old Navy's famous cozy socks are just a buck in stores. Old Navy's giving $1 for every pair sold up to a million dollars to boys and girls clubs. So I can do good, look good. And get 50% off your entire purchase at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1121 to 1123. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Cozy socks valid 1123 in stores only. Limit 10. North Pole Hotline. Help! My in-laws are hosting Thanksgiving, and we're bringing the dressing. You mean stuffing? No, dressing. I need cute outfits for everyone. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, Old Navy's kicking off the holidays with stylish denim, velvet tops, the season's best dresses, and 40% off your entire purchase now through Tuesday. 40% off? We'll be stuffing our shopping bags full. And don't forget colorful sweaters and amazing outerwear, too. You can even buy online and pick up in store for free. Ooh, I love an all-you-can-wear buffet. Holiday your heart out at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1118 to 1120. Exclusion supply. See stores for details.